Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's that time of the week again. The Rugby League rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard, and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL tour. First week of finals is in the books, Boxhead, and uh, no surprise, seven and eight are Gornskis, but a little bit more controversy in one of the games than the other. Well, massive amount of controversy. The One of the refs has been dumped, the other demoted, so they've paid a price, but uh, it's no consolation to the Titans, who were robbed of any chance of winning that game on uh, on Friday night. So we watched it together. The outcry has been consistent. There's a, there've been a few knuckleheads who want to go against the stream and say that you know it wasn't uh, as controversial as what everyone's made out. The majority of people agree it's the worst refereeing performance they've seen in 40 years. It changed the game. It ruined the game. Ruined what would have been a good game. Um, I'm obviously a Titans fan. I'll disclose that straight up. But do I think the Titans would have won the game? I don't know. Um, I obviously tip Brisbane. I think Brisbane are the better side. Um, my disappointment is that the referees decided the result, not the players. Win, lose, or draw doesn't worry me. I don't care um, as long as each side gets a fair crack. And if it was Brisbane who were on the receiving end of it, I'd be saying exactly the same thing. So, uh, look, the Titans did well to get there, but for to wait six years as a fan and then have it dashed away like that without really getting a shot off, um, it was pretty disappointing. Yep, well, we will be touching on that a bit more when we review that game, but starting, as we always do, Fast five, so best, worst, high, low. Any questions coming out of week one of the finals? Who was your best? Uh, the Storm. They're 3-0 against the Cowboys this year. I think the Cowboys are the second best side in the comp. They're obviously the defending premiers. Uh, I thought it was clearly the best two teams in probably the hardest conditions on the weekend, and uh, they put on a great spectacle. I don't think Melbourne were at their absolute best. I thought you know, they were a little bit rusty in some areas, but I think probably the weather had more to do with that than... Uh, the Cowboys putting them off their game. I'm still not convinced, as I said last week, that the Cowboys are right back up to the form they displayed last year, but maybe getting now to sudden death football will bring out the best in the Cowboys, and obviously they travel up north to play Brisbane on uh, on Friday night. So uh, it's all ahead of the Cowboys. Um, but Melbourne, look, I, I said it would be very difficult for anyone to beat them in Melbourne, and uh, it's now going to be either Penrith or Canberra that are going to travel there to try and stop them from making the grand final. But... I said it last week, I think Melbourne are as good as in the grand final and I saw nothing on the weekend to change my mind. Yeah, well, you could definitely tell that they're ranked one and two in defense, couldn't you? The game well, that's, was and the that's, high standard in that I've regard. I've been banging that drum even since you've been away to, for people to keep an eye on uh, both momentum and defensive records. And uh, funnily enough, the Storm don't have great momentum. Uh, they're three and two over the last five weeks. The Cowboys are also three and two over the last five weeks. But... The thing is, they're now you can't lose a game now for, for those sides. So they're going to be around about that record that I said that they'd need to be in order to win the comp. So, but I, th- I think defence, defensive stats, they they don't lie. Mm. Over the last over history, go out, go and have a look at the teams that win the comp. 
more often than not, they're in the top two in defence. Yeah. And this year, that's the Cowboys and Melbourne. Yeah. Well, my best, uh, I had individual and a team. I think more so just from the style of football, and I enjoyed their second half in particular, was the Penrith Panthers. Yeah. Uh, again, not shading any Penrith fans out there or sounding a little negative towards it, but let's be honest, we've been ragging on the Bulldogs forever. I don't take a, a whole lot again because uh, I don't really think that. I do. Them. I do in the fact that you know what, because the Bulldogs have got a style that just clashes with Penrith style, and for yeah, that first half, Penrith really they it, look lost, they look rattled. But it all capitulated to, in the second half with Morris going off, but two players got concussion good tests. Work. Than Bulldogs' oh, bad work. I'll give them a rap for the first half. Bulldogs' effort was great. They hung in there, but they're just dog shit. They've it, got no structure that works. They play negative. For the second half, it didn't help. Penrith are great. When you lose your fullback, two blokes both got concussion tests. It all fell fell apart. But I, I enjoyed watching Penrith individually. Was Matt Pryor? They lost Paul Gallen before the game even kicked off. Wade Graham got KO'd ten minutes in, and Matty Pryor just had an absolute blinder uh, in Canberra on Saturday night. He was exceptional. So. Individually for me, it was Josh Mansell. I thought he was epic. Oh, he had a great he, game him and Jordan Rapana. How good is Rapana? Like I think, for me, obviously we're going to do our team of the year at the end of the year. But I've got Peachy and Mansour as my centre winger, um, and I've got Leilua and Rapana as my other centre winger. I think they're both they're just head and shoulders ahead one, of anyone. One side I agree with. I've got Mansour probably definitely in the wing. The other centre spot, I'd have to have a think. I think Croker's pretty Peachy. close for what he's done this year. I think Peachy's been epic. To be, I love the move, and uh, you know Griffin was all but. Trying to push him out of the club, he's moved him to centre, and it's been a uh, it, well, it's worked wonders, hasn't it? Obviously, they lost um, Dean Faro and Peter Hiku, yeah, but he's still doing what he's always done, just playing just football. He's a pigeonhole himself on the left Such hand a good side. Player. He finds his way to the football, but Matty Pryor was just Matty Pryor was great, and you know what? I think Sharks fans, I know you're worried about Paul Gallon not being there, but when Gallon goes out, it, it you know, relinquishes some of the workload, and guys like Matt Pryor have to step up. I think Cronulla are a better side without Paul Gallon. Well, he does take away. I said a couple of years ago that it helped for Feeder and Graham. Those and that's guys not a launch. knock on him as a player. I just think he sharks a lot of. Touches, it allows though. more contributors. He to sharks. The side. He sharks a lot yeah, of work, and or he tries to. Matty Pryor was outstanding. Uh, worst, I obviously think this one again. We'll go into more depth when we talk about it. But for me, it was the refs and the Titans game. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I had Parker and Roberts. I think the Parker headbutt was a dog shot. I thought the Roberts kick. How how the hell they are going to the judiciary to try and defend that? Well, I don't know how you could get off if it's your third country conduct. How the hell do you, well. he kicked him? So, he yeah, kicked him. It's his third country conduct. Surely you can't. They're saying that it's well. There's rumours that they're going to say that Ryan Simpkins was playing against the spirit of the game because he's in a ruck. Okay, so every person so, that's lost in a ruck, you can kick every week. That happens. That's, I don't see anyone else late. That happens food. ten times a game. Yeah, people always get where stuck, people don't it. kick, and he kicked him. He didn't like this crap about how hard you kick him. No, you just don't kick full you don't stop. Kick. The it's other a one dog shot. That used to be a send off. We love Corey Parker. We rap Corey Parker. I think he's an absolutely exceptional football player and a great bloke. But if some, someone put up, I've seen a couple going, he wouldn't give him the loose head and feet. I'm like, okay, so you headbutt someone if you don't give yeah, him the loose head. Shit. That's the that's, stupidest that's thing ever. If that's your train of thought, give yourself a triple. Yeah, you um, can't do it. You can't headbutt. He got, and you know what? He got and frustrated, obviously, and he bit into it, and it was silly by him. But the yeah. fact that it wasn't cited at all. He probably would have got off because he's got a pretty good record, but the fact that it wasn't even cited ridiculous. Uh, was pretty ridiculous. So what are the, what's the match review committee looking at? If they're not looking at that, it was all over social media, and yet there's not a blip. No. Like you... And like I said, we're, we're massive. Anyone that does listen to this show knows how massive we are about Corey Parker. I, I love, love Corey Parker. Yeah. He's an absolute But it was a dog shot, and it was a brain explosion. James got the best of him in what is a game where you can get niggles, and he did basically, as like I said, I'm with you, he did throw a headbutt. Yeah. So the fact that it wasn't cider or As anything. a team, Canterbury, just their lack of ability to adapt or change. Oh, horrible to watch. Set it the whole, whole year. 
I can't believe they got anywhere near the top four. Have I or have um, I not been beating on the drum the well, last few been. years? We both have He been. has not changed one bit, and it's time to join us all in 2016. Well, mate, you were defending them a couple of weeks ago about the kick. They can't even kick on the last tackle. Uh, the kick tactic is I different. I can't even... I'm, I've been ragging on them for three years. But they can't kick. He, he, he's telling his halves not to kick. He's telling his halves to stay on the do you, How do you not kick? So in a semi-final, like in, in that game, is a perfect example... How much pressure did they build? Penrith ran Zero. multiple times in the last as well. Though. Doesn't matter. If it's a tactic to run the last, they, yeah, I but can they understand. were trying to. They were trying to. Uh, they were trying to run the Bulldogs out of gas. So that's different. Different yeah, tactic. The and they did kick. If the Bulldogs Penrith don't kick. trust their two halves the to not force their kick at all, set and would prefer to run the ball and hand it over five out in the corner, it's I have dumb. no problem with that either. Dumb. Because plenty of other people do it. You no. used that tactic yourself when you coached the side a couple dumb. of years ago. No, no, no. We didn't. I didn't tell them not to kick inside twenty. No, never you, ever. You had no problem if we were going to run the ball, that's fine. 20. Yeah, but that's I never said to them, you "You're not allowed to kick." No, but if he's—that's exactly that's, what Des Hazel's telling them. You're not allowed he to kick. To run on the last and hand it over, roll the dice. That's I could understand dumb. if they actually did something. With yeah, the okay. So where's the with the football? It needs to be applied in certain situations where it's going to be effective, not just across the board. Forget that. They need to revamp their whole playing style, and we've been saying that for more than a year. Ridiculous. Anyone that's listened, we've been ragging on for ages, and they have basically no roster changes next year as far as players in. Only a couple out, so he's got a lot to work on as far as changing their style of play. Because if he comes back with the I same thing next the year, the Bulldogs making the eight and the Titans making the eight, to be fair, is more a blight on the teams below them, not on them themselves. Because neither of those sides were top eight quality, well, I think. Parramatta cheated, cost Obviously, themselves a yeah. spot, and the Warriors lost Sheck round two or three and had Luke and other guys in and out during the year. So They're probably the two glowing ones. And then obviously you had South and the Roosters who had their own issues. Roosters had a million problems, injury, suspension. But they're four teams, I think, if if you play that season over again ten times, probably five times, yeah, well, they, take, they probably make take it. Take South's dramas away again, the way they finished the year. Mm. Uh, all those teams are better than what well, the South have mismanaged their cap. The Roosters so, haven't. They've obviously lost some players. and. They had the Pierce issue, obviously. Off-field issues at South as well in the group, which have been Let's move on. So, uh, highlight. Uh, I thought the Saturday game. So, the top four for me are clearly the best four sides in the comp. Uh, Cronulla, I think it was more Hodgson going off than Cronulla's good work, but obviously they they had to win the game. The game um, was there to be won. They did a great job at that, Uh, but I still think if Josh Hodgson stays on, they win. Uh, Canberra win. Look, and then the Melbourne Cowboys game, I just saw a lot of people were sort of saying oh, I was a bit dour, and, but I love that style of footy, and that's, they're the sort of games I want to watch. Uh, two very well-coached sides, and I didn't think the refereeing had much to do with that game. The game flowed well, and that's, how, that's the sort of football I want to watch. I want to watch the players decide the games. Yeah, well, I give more credit, like I said, to the Sharks. And that was so different. The, no. the Storm-Cowboys game was so dour, and yet the Sharks... Raiders game was a little bit more open and flamboyant. I like the clash of styles as well. Yeah, they're completely different football sides. Yeah. But, yeah, I think uh, the Sharks need a little more credit for considering their 1-6 and six coming in. No gallon. Graham gets KO'd. A lot of expectation thrown, and their half was playing so bad. That I'm, not giving them, I'm not taking any credit away from minutes them. To go, I just so. think if Hodgson stays on, it's like Thurston going off for the Cowboys. Well, I still think Canberra, no offence, you should have won that game. They had plenty of opportunities yeah, they in the first half to bank they points, which would have seen them home. It's 12-6 at half-time. They blew plenty of chances inside 20. So um, when they co- conceded that one on half-time, they really just copped it up. So yeah. uh, the Hodgson thing definitely compounded. And my low light would be that Hodgson's injury. Um, massive for Canberra. Lots of momentum coming in. They're the team to beat. They were looking red hot and probably their best player and close to the Dalian player of the year goes down with an injury. Yeah, so. well, I had Hodgson's injury and then I just had the Titans robbed. Robbed of any chance of winning that game. Yeah, well, what about questions? Well, I was going to have a chat to you. I've got, again, that momentum um, chart that I've got. The Broncos and the Panthers, they're both 5-0. and 
uh, Raiders uh, four and one, Cowboys three and two, Storm three and two, Sharks two and three. So over the last five weeks, has anything changed uh, out of the weekend's results in terms of who you think will win the comp? No, I still think the Storm, and I said it last year, the Cowboys come in with a dodgy record, but you just got to get it right. It's a completely different season once the well, season it, ends. I way. understand momentum, but there's some teams that can come in, as far as I'm concerned, and probably click into gear. Melbourne and the Cowboys are the two that I'm looking at. Same. And as far as Penrith are concerned, again, no knock, but the last seven games they played were pretty poor. Opposition, they played Brisbane in a downtime, they played Parra after the point scandal, then they basically played nobody in the top eight. So I get the winning streak. I think they're playing fantastic football on the weekend. Again, I thought they were good, but I don't rate the Bulldogs at all. So I'm still finding it hard to read into Penrith. the eight from nine or whatnot. And I just think... Well, if, I think they'll win this if week. They're going, yeah, I think they'll, I think play, they'll, they'll win they'll, this week as well. Win. And that's one of those gift kind of things that may give them that opportunity. But if you're telling me it's Melbourne, Penrith, in Melbourne, Cooper Cronk's 300th game prelim final, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I think Penrith are a year away. And they're, I'm, they're I'm with you 100. percent I'm yeah. with you there. But yeah, I just find it hard. Just and I think the they're probably they a player or two away. To be fair, they need to sort their half situation out because they can't win big games with Cartwright at six. Craig Bellamy's going to eat that up. Mm. I'm telling you, he's going to eat that for breakfast. Well, those errors that they dish, if they yeah, made 12 just, just against the way the he defends, the way Wunga, him and Wonga Blake can't defend. They together. made 12 errors the other day, though, um, even though they won. Cartwright, but... they're blaming Cartwright's defense. It's not Cartwright's defense. It's Wonga Blake's inside shoulder. He gives up his inside shoulder. All the time, whenever the ball, someone gets on the outside of Cartwright, Wunga Blake will slide off and wait for Cartwright to cover his outside shoulder, whereas he's Blake should be coming in. You watch the Mumbai try, that's not on Cartwright, that's on uh, that's on Wunga Blake. Yeah, and also, like so, I said, but Bellamy will pick, uh, pillage that side of the field. 12 errors to 5, the Bulldogs can't punish them. Melbourne, the Cowboys, any of these better sides, you dish the ball up 12 times. Well, you what Penrith are going to have to do in the next two weeks, obviously they've got to win this weekend, and we're assuming they're going to win this weekend. It's not going to be no. Gift, and we don't, know, we don't know whether Hodgson's going to play. It's 90% sure that he's not going to play. Um, and they've got to deal with Canberra's big forward pack. So, uh, But I like them if Hodgson doesn't play. I still give now, a chance but they've, in with that, Baptiste playing yeah, nine. In like, the next two weeks, they're going to have to work out a style, and they're going to have to do it on the weekend as well. You're going to have to have a balance in their, in their style. They're going to have to be able to complete... Play a little bit of boring footy, kick and kick chase and all that sort of stuff, and realise that there's a time and place to make errors and play flamboyant footy. They've got to find the balance, Penrith. Yeah, I don't think they've they have it yet. No, it's more coming out of yardage. It worries me. You do that against Melbourne or the Cowboys, you're going to hurt. For well, them. yeah, but it won't just be one set. Like, and this is what I mean about the Bulldogs and the bullshit about not kicking. Like, Melbourne will go down there, or the Cowboys will go down there, and they will kick and kick and kick, and they'll get four or five repeat sets and gas the shit out of you. You know, and, that, and that's that's what the best sides do. So one error could mean that you're down your own end for ten minutes. Yeah. Whereas against the Bulldogs, it might only, like you said, how many? What was the errors? Penrith 12, 12 Cal- five. Well, there you go. And if that happens like against twelve errors against Melbourne or Cowboys, Penrith will get taken to school because against the Bulldogs, Cowboys will go down there and they'll so camp there, matter. and uh, Storm will go down there and they'll camp there because they've got people who can build pressure. That's what the uh, the Bulldogs need, and they don't have it. They've got shit tactics to go along with it. Other questions? No. No other questions. Well, mine. Uh, he's still probably of the opinion that I had, or well, I had this opinion last week. I think you were the same. I still think Cow Storm Grand Final at this point, even though the Cowboys lose and go to the other side of the draw. Uh, I see them fighting their way back to the GF. No, it's going to be hard now. Like it. Well, they did it last. I year, don't think so. they're playing as good a footy as last year. Yeah, and I'm with look, you. Obviously, they they went and they hammered. I think Cronulla at home in this corresponding game last year. I expect them to win by 13 plus against Brisbane. I, Brisbane def- defence is pretty ordinary. I think they're going to be tough to beat up there. Um, bounce back factor. I, think, I know Thurston and the Cowboys got the shits at the games on a Friday and they've got the short turnaround and yada, yada, yada. But I, I can't see Brisbane competing with 
um, them based on the current form, uh, and then they've got to come to Sydney to play the, uh, Cronulla. And obviously Cronulla are Cronulla's got a the wood, side. The wood on Cowboys the last couple of mm. years. So I think it's, it's more team. obviously more difficult than what it would have been, obviously, if they won through and they had the home preliminary and then they'd be getting, what, Canberra or Penrith, obviously you'd almost lock them in. They're going to have to take the harder road now, but I still think they'll come through that side of the draw. But I, I can't see... Put it so I can't see Brisbane coming through that. So I can't see Brisbane beating North Queensland in North Queensland no, and then the Cronulla in Cronulla. No, no way. There was, there was way too many issues. The so night. I think it's either Cronulla or Cowboys. And then on the other side, I think it's either Penrith or Melbourne. But I think Melbourne are a lock. Sharks, on the flip side of that, are they a big chance now? And I think they are because they get the week's rest. They're well, going to get a couple of guys they're back. They're a 50-50 chance. And that, I think, was the massive shot in the arm. They kind of needed that result the other night, I think. Mm, they had a lot of right uh, back on track. They had a lot of bad luck leading into that final. But, but that was I just... Thought, that was a very well-coached game. I'm not big on Shane Flanagan, but I thought he pulled the right rein in a multitude of different ways in that game, um, which got uh, the Sharkies over the line. I thought it was a, probably the best coached game he's had in first grade. They've been waiting, though, over this little period of this rough patch to kind of have just that one pin, uh, pivotal moment that turns everything. And well, let's think... not fall in love with them. I, I, I thought Ennis had an ordinary game. I one in six, kicked a few though. times when he shouldn't have. They had to hook their halfback. James Maloney was unconvincing. Look, I'm not... I'm not as convinced as we are. Forget the result. I mean, that. as the group, though, as a group, the Sharks players, I'm telling you right now, I reckon they're an absolute cloud nine and their heads would be turned that the fact yeah, that they've somehow jagged that result after such a poor run, a couple of things going wrong very early on, like you said, hooking the halves, everything going ordinary. Now yeah, they're they, in, they earned their right. One, yeah, exactly, but they're one game away now, regardless of all the negative stuff that's happened probably the past eight weeks. One game, one loss away from having it all over as well. So. Yeah, I get that, but yeah. they're also one game away from a GF, so... Yeah. I think that'd be pretty stirring for them. And Penrith, do you think they're legit or not? Uh, yeah, I think they are. I think they've, they've got momentum. Uh, Nathan Cleary is playing really good. Wallace is playing good. Uh, Moylan's playing good. Cartwright, he adds that bit of X factor. He, he can be rocks or diamonds, but you've obviously got to take the good with the bad. I think if everything clicks over the next two weeks and things click against Melbourne, they've got the style that could upset Melbourne. Um, I just can't see it happening. I can't put it this way. I can't see them going to Canberra and winning, and going to Melbourne and winning. No, well, that's more what I'm getting. You know at. that. That's. But I think they're playing an outstanding brand of football. I think they've improved out of sight. I think Anthony Griffin deserves a lot of credit uh, for how far he's taken this side. Um, uh, yeah, I, but I just can't see them winning away in Canberra. Away, in it's probably the two toughest road trips aside from North Queensland. Well, you also need some luck on your run. If Hodgson's out, that's a massive boost for them to oh, go down there. It with the probably side. doubles the chance, them, their chances of winning the game. I, I think he's as important to Canberra as what Thurston is to the Cowboys. Well, I've said that. I've already said that. I think that he's the whole revolution of their side. I yes. don't think their halves contribute a whole lot. Like Caesar kicks well. But and then Austin, do you play? Do you play Austin? You know, how I was thinking about this today. No, I just keep playing. Sammy. I play Sam Williams at nine. No, can't defend him there. You get killed. Can't you just defend someone else there? Well, you have to make a massive reshuffle to have a guy with a broken hand, a small man who gets picked on on the yeah, edge. But I, what, so like you wouldn't play Austin? Middle. I wouldn't play Austin either. And I'd just play Baptiste and I wouldn't play yeah, I wouldn't Austin. Play, if You've Austin's got, not ready, if he can't tackle, you can't play him. Sammy's taken him to a final series before. He's safe. And no offence, like I said, I love Blake, but Blake's biggest strength is running the football. He's not couldn't, a great... Couldn't Blake defend in the middle? Not with a busted hand. No, but if his hands are all right? I don't think so. He's hot and cold in that regard. I think week to week, same kind Look, of deal. Look, the only thing for me, I think I don't think Sam Williams deserves to be dropped. That's my point. No. I so just, if you're going I to bring Austin play, in, Austin and I Caesar, play I'd play, um, I, I'd put Williams at nine. I think you're just safer with Sam because he's got a kicking game and his ball playing is solid. I think Blake's biggest X factor is running. 
Um, he's not really a great kicker of the football or a great ball player. Mm. So why go away from a good thing if you've got a guy with a busted hand who's potentially going to go off? Yeah, and Baptiste be, um, is one of the better backup nines you can have. Just you'd have play to be Baptiste. 100% for me to pick him. Just play Baptiste. That's what I'd be doing. And you've got Bateman there if you want to cover or they'll bring Clydesdale in. So they've got another... Well, they reckon they're going to start Clydesdale and Baptiste off the bench. Well, they're still looking for impact, obviously. But I wouldn't be bringing Blake in regardless. I'd, I don't think he makes that big a difference. I'd be doing absolutely everything to get Hodgson on the field. I would be too, but uh, if he's busted, I'm, again, I'm not wasting a body and a spot on the bench in a critical game. I'm mm. rolling with my forwards and I'm trusting Sam. So uh, getting into the reviews of the games from the weekend, we start with that controversial one, the Broncos and the Titans, 44-28. Your mob got up 12-0. Um, things, like I said, momentum-wise, how keen they were with the energy, I thought it was all their way. Uh, and then I'm probably going to let you go a little bit more, but the drama began not too long after this point. Yeah, well, the first one was Conrad Hurrell. The try, penalty try. Well, that one I can at least get. It's in the rules. Is well, where is the rule? Where's the rule? You're not allowed to kick at the ball. Where's man. the rule? No one's been able to... No one on Twitter, no one on Facebook, the NRL, I've tweeted Todd Greenberg, I've tweeted everyone, multiple people have. No one can produce the rule for me Ooh, the that says that you're not allowed to kick the ball. Must know it from the well, okay, what's he supposed to do in that situation then? I'm with you, but they obviously have it somewhere in the book or they've said it out loud. I so thought the rule know. was is that like for when um, Billy Slater used to s- slide in, the rule was that you were allowed to slide in providing you got the ball. No, you're not allowed to lead with the foot. They changed um, that because of Billy. Basically. He didn't lead with the foot, and striking. He was already on yeah, the ground. They're just basically saying striking when someone's going to ground the football. So he's kicked the ball. I'm with you. I well, thought, there was one in the 20s game. There was one in the yeah, 20s well, game on Sunday that they didn't pick up. I brought it up to you when we were sitting there. So I, how I the hell... Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Look, I don't get it either, but... The other one, obviously, James Roberts' kick... They come up with a bullshit excuse that they can't then go back to the video. Like, they can't go back because technically it was a play before. So if I'm now coaching a side and something controversial happens, so i.e. Corey Parker headbutts me or James Roberts kicks me and I'm a coach, I'm probably instructing my player to then react Mm. and retaliate because that's the only way it's going to come to a head. Yeah. Do you agree with that or not? Because if if Simpkins gets up and puts one on James's chin... But so, but they would have had to go back and address the kick. Is my point? They should have addressed the kick full stop. They both That's probably would have been for. Yeah, exactly. So why did the bunker right. change a knock-on decision? But you can't change. Look, the power there part. was another one. Like two, a couple of people said to me, "Oh, you know, you're biased." Look, the Ben when Ben Hunt scored and Ashley Taylor grabbed him, that was a sin binnable offence if he didn't score. So if Ash Taylor prevented the try, yeah. he would have gone to the sin bin. The same same as Ryan James ball. when he held back. Uh, I can't think of who it was. He held back... Um, it was Milford or something, wasn't it? Like, yeah, he I held back remember. someone. It was a grabber kick. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, he held him back. They scored. He would have gone to the bin as well. So yeah. Brisbane fans, like, and they, I don't have any argument with that. Yeah, they would have gone to the bin. But understand the rules. Hmm. Um, I, anyone listening out there who's got a copy of the rules, uh, Andrew Voss and there was multiple people on Twitter asking for someone to produce the rule and no one can produce the rule. So I, I don't know where it exists and I don't know what rule book they're looking at. I also don't understand why the rule book isn't available on the NRL website. Yeah. Well, why can't you just download the rule book off the website so every fan can look at it and much. understand they it? They probably haven't updated it. Um, Corey Oates' penalty, he was con- that was a legitimate con- uh, contest for the ball. Yeah, um, we should have had the that. ball there, uh, and we were on the attack. They go down the other end, get a penalty, they score. There was one of those in the um, Melbourne game as well, though. Sam Thiday, clear obstruction, runs in, uh, takes out a Titans player, the ball, uh, the player caught the ball on the inside of Sam Thiday, ran around. All the indicators that they've used all year for an obstruction, that was a dog shit call. They caught, they score in the corner. That was on the back of one of the other calls. Obviously, the Corey Parker headbutt. 
Um, I could go on and on and on, but we don't have enough time. Well, um, I got two, and again, I have no bias because, to be honest, I'm a neutral. I couldn't give a shit about either side. All I care about is my team winning like most do. But the one that got me, and I brought up to you afterwards, no one's mentioned at all that McCulloch was clearly offside when he oh, left Marco. Well, I said it to you and then he did. before... before we even fast forwarded through to him hitting when we were there, he's five metres off. I said it to you, he's gone, look how early he is. And he didn't wrap his arms either. Oh, well, exactly. That's a big moment. And the other one for me was the ruck. I thought you guys got pummeled. And then on the flip side, when they milked, I thought they got a fair bit of love in that situation. Well, the other so. one was the, obviously the scrum where it was overturned. Um, the Hain chip and chay, or the Hain no look pass, which was dumb play. Mm. Um, but that was overturned. And I, I couldn't see conclusively that that was the right call. That was a clear overturn. I thought that the bunker had to have conclusive evidence to overturn something, mm. particularly in the run of play. Yeah. Well, I'm like so you, they can fucking jump in there, but they can't jump in for the kick. They can't jump in for the headbutt. They can't jump in for the oats. They can't jump in for the obstruction. You spend $2 million, whatever it's, they have, you think. You... Mate, it, it's pissed me right off. And it look, I don't think the Titans would have won. No, I don't care about the, the result. Bron- we both tip the Broncos. I, we both think the Broncos are a better football side. I am filthy... And and just the absolute arrogance of Tony Archer to get on uh, get on Triple M the next day and fucking defend it is an absolute G up in itself. Mm. Get on there and defend those two referees. Okay, so he gets on and defends the two referees, yeah, and then today he, he drops them. Yeah. So what's the what? You know, you're pulling, telling us one thing and doing another. Yeah. Well, he's done the, the complete treat opposite. Treat the fans like absolute clowns and. I don't like. It doesn't matter what team it was. It was just a bad look for the game. It was the first week of the finals. Obviously, I was excited to watch my team run around. The first time in six years they've made the finals, and then that's the way we go out. Yeah. And look, we didn't deserve to be there. We got there because Parramatta lost their points. Mm. I'm, that's fine with me. Yeah. I, and you know, if we won last week, where would we have gone? We'd be playing North Queensland in North Queensland. You, you know, get we're, we get dusted there. It doesn't matter. Mm. Like I, we were never going to win the more, comp. It was more about just having a fair at, crack. At twelve zip again. I'm the, the fair nu- crack. I'm the, nu- I'm the neutral. I watched the game. I'm probably like most people. At twelve nil, I thought they've got the momentum. They seem keen as beads. They're going to have a fight here. But a lot of those decisions, and we both know it when you play, start to eat at people mentally at different levels at different stages. But I would have been near breaking point as a Titans player, basically feel yeah. like I'm and getting shifted at some point. there's a lot of piss-weak so. people in the media that just sit on their soapbox and don't want, to, don't want to rock the boat because they're getting a nice little kicker out of the game that should have should stand up. Like Gus Gould, outstanding. Um, I'll give Buzz Rothfield a rap. We never give Buzz a rap, but he he yeah, but again, he texted. He went after Greenberg. We're not biased in this um, regard. If people are, you look, know, uh, you know, there was a lot of people. Throat. Kenny uh, obviously went after him. Uh, MG went after him. You know, worst worst refereeing performance in forty years. Buzz Rothfield sent a text to Greenberg. You know, yeah. and it, it's not good enough. And yeah. they're supposed to be the best. They're the two refs that refereed Origin this year. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm disappointed more than anyone in Jared Sutton because I thought especially his last couple of years been outstanding. And then but... the other one was they're talking about the margin. They're talking about, oh, it's a 12-point game here. What the fuck does that matter? No. Referee the game yeah, don't talk based on it. what happens, not on the scoreline. Yeah. Not on... I don't get... And all this shit about they, they go and they do, uh, they do work, homework on teams. Why do you need to do homework on teams? Just about refer- different pla- Just referee the game according to the frigging rule book. Yeah, referee as you say it. All right, let's get off this one. That's quite frustrating. I think, all in all, I think it's still... I just hope that doesn't happen again. No, I'm 100% with you. I don't want right. to see it in the finals. I, I was borderline just not watching another game for the rest of the year. I was so cranky after that game. Mm. Just filthy. Um, but, look, Saturday restored a little bit, bit of my faith. I just... Referees, you're not there to be the centre of attention. No. You know, and I'm, I'm not a referee basher. I love referees. They contribute. If, yeah. Without a game... Without the refs, we don't have a game. Facilitate I just get all that. Stay out of the way. 
just yeah, you, you're there just to um, implement the rules, yeah. not to have an effect on the result. Yeah, and I don't like when they talk to them or smile no. or it's just shut up, stay away. You're not there to I be a personality. I don't want your microphone unless you're giving an excuse for something. That I don't a want to hear the whistle unless you absolutely have or to. After decision, I don't like yeah. hearing them all the time, Jibbering. Um, I think all in all, really positive season for you guys. Uh, a couple of mid-season yeah, pickups, some good growth with certain players. I think Roberts and Taylor come together good. I think your back row was outstanding. Greg Bird had his best season in almost four or five seasons. Taylor, who didn't That's get been to play. Bird's, Bird's best year McQueen, since he's come to the Titans. That was Origin style year for McQueen. Like the time he played Origin before, I well, thought he was lucky. If he's not our player of the year, I don't know who he is. But he was tough all year and finally became a consistent, solid first. Same as Ryan James. Oh, Ryan that. James was outstanding, and we've been asking for that for two years. But that, look, that football that makes him play Origin. Since that Jared Hayne came in, we went one and four. Yeah, hundred percent. He tried to force him somewhat into the plan, and I think he. Needs I, I and I said it at the time. A lot of people were jumping up and down and bitching that well, we got Hayne and it's unfair they're running into the finals. I said it at the time. You didn't I feel thought the top a, I thought it would have a negative effect, and it did. Well, his body's still in a completely different setup as well. You need a proper NRL preseason. Well, you watch, He's come from all this power football, and he yeah. was cooked the whole time. Anyone that's got the he NRL app or is subscribed to NRL online, go and watch the Titans game against the Sharks. And then go and watch them in any game where Hayne played, they look totally different. Yeah, 100%. The way they played against the Sharks, they could have probably won a couple of finals games if mm-hmm. they caught teams. Because they are just playing that gritty, tough style of footy. Then when Hayne got there, we're trying to finesse the ball too much. Trying to get him too much. And I get that. Team. Obviously, if, you, if he's going to come in, you want to make him a part of the team. Yeah. But he, he needs an off-season. Yeah. Firstly, he needs to get footy fit mm. if he's going to play fullback. But it still would have been smarter, given the situation of him coming over, not having a pre-season, yeah, coming from the power to let him come in when you work that gritty stuff in, when you got I'm really disappointed sets, when you got we've it. lost David Mead. I thought David Mead was our best outside back this year. And I'm a massive David Mead fan. I'm really disappointed we lost David Mead. Yeah, well, he wanted to play fullback. He's obviously not going to get that chance, and I don't think he's getting it anywhere else, which is why he's basically had to take that one-year deal. He's going to Brisbane. Why did he had stay? Manly and the Dogs offering as well, but same he, same gig. No one's offering him fullback. Everyone's offering him to play on the wing. He should so. have got lucky. At the Dogs, he could play fullback. I don't know what the deal is there, but he obviously wanted to find some new pastures, and he's on his way yeah. up. But Titans, valiant season. It is over Brisbane. They do move on to play the we Cowboys. We didn't talk much about Brisbane's game. I, like I'm not taking any anything away from Brisbane. I don't I don't blame Brisbane at all for what happened the other night. Uh, I don't have any Brisbane hate. Obviously, I think it's a disgrace that those two calls didn't get picked up um, with a headbutt and the kick. But that's not on Brisbane. You know, obviously they've got a. That's not between Brisbane and the Titans. That's between Brisbane and the lack of consistency with the match review and the obviously the charging of those offences. Well, I thought Brisbane were very good offensively. Their defence, I've got massive concerns about their defence. Well, I thought I every still, time we got down there, we could have scored. I still think they're too negative, to be honest. They shut yeah. down when they get points. They did it a few times, and you guys found a way. They're going to have to um, nip back in, regardless of what was going against you. I think the biggest highlight was their left edge with Milford just running the football again. But you guys are butter defensively. Yeah, we're, we're poor. You use backpedal, you shift sideways, you don't terrible. jam. There's a lot of opportunities, but. I don't think they're going to get that. And that's the other thing. I mean, you know, you talk about all these calls and yada, 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 which obviously put us under a lot of pressure, but also tough sides and good semi-final teams, which we we aren't, and I know that. They're able to absorb that pressure, turn sides away, and then obviously... Um, win games. This week, they're not going to get a sliding defence and a soft middle. They're going to get tested no. through the middle. Their forward pack's going to have to work together and their edge attack and defence is going to have to... Be well, hopefully we get a repeat of the Cowboys-Broncos games we've got yeah, early well, in the Usually season, they're absolute crackers, but yeah, the way Brisbane's playing at the moment, I don't but see it. But but you know what? And it's set up a good spectacle because if the Titans got there, it'd almost be cannon fodder. So this has set up a better game for everyone. I think this is a better game for rugby league in general. Yeah, well, we, move, we move on from that one. Canberra-Cronulla, 16-14. Uh, it was pretty tit-for-tat for probably the first 10 minutes, and then Canberra finally found some control. 
BJ Leilua. Oh, sorry, Innes's quick tap, I think, was the start of everything. He got KO'd by Boydie, and then Wade Graham just got smoked by Leilua. And yeah, from, but I like, from I that, like both plays. I like Graham was going in hard. I like what Ennis did. Boydie, was, that, that was a great tackle. From that point onwards, they took control. They had lots of chances. They found those tries, even though the Rapana one was off a drop football. But I felt there was two or three chances in particular where they parked themselves inside 20 on Leilua's side where he almost just got there. One time he probably shouldn't have reached out. The other couple of times, Canberra looked a bit flustered and were trying to force their way through. Um, they didn't get points. And of all the times and all the times to, to shut down, a very, very soft missed tackle in the middle. Nice line by Pryor and good ball by Ennis. But even more disappointing is Jack White makes a great effort to hold Pryor up for about three seconds. Yeah. And those guys in the middle that missed the tackle quit on the play and then started moving afterwards. I, I yeah, thought watching that, 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 was, it, so. that was probably a lack of... Semi-final awareness, desperation. I, I thought that bullet. as well. Watching it live, I thought Jack Whiten's done so well to stop his momentum yeah, and hold him up. Someone should have got there and made an effort. And I know Ricky Stewart would be filthy on that. Yeah, bad spacing. I think it was Bateman. He got caught nice and wide, and Pryor just ran a nice line. Maloney went in behind him, and he just bit and kind of froze for it. Titans him. did that on Friday as well. Like the the better defensive sides are nice and tight in the middle, and they they provide they force inside pressure on the halves to make him play early. Well, it was a great line. Like I said, Maloney really sold it as well as prior to getting to freeze for that moment. You watch Melbourne's defence against Thurston. They were doing the same thing. It's just the better defensive sides, they're head and shoulders above the the other teams down the bottom. Well, 12-6, half-time, I thought that's a massive moment. Well, that was Cronulla's. Cronulla won that half to only be down by six. I thought the Raiders dropped bomb probably three or four tries in the first half. Yeah, and it doesn't get any bigger because only three minutes into the second half, Hodgson goes down. The tide turns. They have to fight on from there. They really, really struggle to find points. They make some errors. Well, Hodgson went off, and their whole attack had to change, didn't it? Well, basically, everything revolves off the ruck and the ruck speed. I think the ruck speed was still there. But Put they a bit of pressure on struggled decision-wise. And, uh, both those guys didn't really come up with a whole lot. And no. Baptiste had a real big moment where he ran, thinking it was fourth, trying to milk a penalty where they should have just shifted it from a line break, and they probably would have scored yeah. on the right. So. But um, also I also think that was their it's one very real big chance, I think. Um, Hodgson's ability to generate ruck speed through picking the right side, manipulating the markers, getting the forwards over the ad line. Well, that's what I was saying. He's more important than their spine. Like, you know, they don't well, get a lot out yeah. of Jack or their halves, but Hodgson is the brains of the operation, and yeah, they have Hodgson such good ruck speed. Hodgson is how you start and finish your sets. Yeah, and then they've got the winger centre combo who are two extra forwards who are number one and two in line breaks, so they're just constantly rolling. Yeah, but they're, yeah, and He's that's the most important person. Getting them a quick ruck early He's in the He's the set. most important person to work off the back of that ruck speed. Without him there, no one really yeah, knows but, what yeah, to do with it. My point is that he generates it. So if you can't you can't shift the ball if you don't have it. Oh, but he and doesn't, he he doesn't get those it. play the balls out there, but they don't have another brain that's no, he got does. the control he of the does. game. He like gets he them to a point where he knows, okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna move this way and pass the other way, or I'm gonna get two forwards into here. Like he just manipulates and knows how to get a quick play the ball in the, at the start of a set. Hmm. And then he, this all this why... stuff, like you said, about Leilura and Rapana, that's all obviously on the back of the fact that they're allowed to get the ball there. They can't get the ball there if they don't have a roll on. This is the other reason. Which just killed... Oh, but they start the sets as well as getting on their edge and getting the football. But all that ruck speed, without him there, they don't capitalise on it. There's not the smarts. But I also think he's the organiser. Yeah, but this is the other reason I was saying the other week. I don't feel that they lose a whole lot if they lose one of their halves or they lose their fullback. I think they're replaceable. Hodgson's not. No, he's He's thirsty. They they don't revolve so much around their whole spine. They're not looking to get splits and play a side of the field and have their fullback chime in for an extra number. No. They are purely they working. Do that. They do that they more are... at the start of a set, like I'm saying. They, they all, all he wants to do at the start of a set is generate ruck speed, and then they just play their style. They, they play go everything off the back of it. doesn't matter but where they go. But it's all off nine and ruck speed. They yeah. have taken what has been the mould for 10 years, can you win the ruck, 
and they just work everything off offloads, breaking tackles, yeah. power game, and he gets all the credit but off. But he just it. knows where they're best to get it. Yeah, that, but they're the hard. Whereas Baptiste is just a shovel. He's just going to go bang, bang off the ground. He'll run. He'll definitely He'll run. run if there's but mark he's not going to create. He's not going to get out and manipulate markers. He's not going to create. Know who to go at. And I. It, it, um, Hodgson's intelligence is probably underrated. Like I think, I think he'd be up there. No, I think it is to the wider rugby league. He's it for um, me. That's their yeah, side. That's for, them winning. For, a comp. We, we sort of watch it and understand it, but I think you know people wrap obviously Smith and uh, Thurston and Cronk and these guys about how much video they, video they do. Watch the amount of uh, little intricacies in Hodgson's game is incredible, and the amount of work he must do off the field watching video um, is credit to him. And they're they're just going to miss him big time. Yeah, well, the other uh, thing for me that really hurt them, and it's kind of bothered me during the year, for all the power they've got, I think one downside, and I don't know why they didn't give Kotrick a game or even Branko, I know he's leaving, but I think Edric shouldn't be in their side. I I wouldn't give Branko a game. I'd be getting Kotrick in there straight away. He dropped a ball that should have been a try, then he'd come up when he didn't need to, and Lewis slipped that grubber in behind, reminiscent of last year. I think they He's lazy. He's he's lazy. He doesn't help out in yardage. There's a lot of things about him that just don't fit how they play, and I... um, I'm not yeah. his biggest fan. I think he made a few bad mistakes that hurt him. They yeah, almost held on. Young could go real well. Big body. Yeah, they almost well in the twenties. They almost held on, but Whitehead's little brain snap at the end was just dumb to give that penalty. Well, and he, d- he did another. He did one earlier as well. He didn't it was need the to second, do it. Second time he'd done it. It was yeah, baffling. I didn't get it at all. Uh, they almost got one of their own. To be honest, uh, the other end that wasn't caught. It wasn't they probably should have. Wasn't as bad. But I looked at that moment. I thought that's one where if they've already blown it, yeah, you might they should have blown that one. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but they didn't do it. That was game over, but that was a real gritty win, and it was real ballsy, like you said. Flanagan had to make that change. He pulled his halfback. Mm-hmm. They lost Graham. They came in without Gallon. All of us, including us, we had them 13-plus. I think a lot of people were looking at those circumstances. Yeah, but obviously Canberra, when Hodgson went off. At Canberra. Oh, yeah, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, big time. But everything was in Canberra's favour for that first 40. I felt that almost is one of those weird reactions as of not taking advantage of what was handed to him in the first half. And then all of a sudden, they just all. Yeah, but it would have also. It would have still been a, a case of you know if they led eighteen six at half time, it would have just been a case of trying to hang on because they weren't going to score any more than a try. And I think in the second half of that Hodgson. Well, they blew a couple of chances. It just didn't stick. Uh, there was a few moments, but yeah, full credit to the Sharkies. I, I, I would have hooked. Um, I would have hooked Townsend after fifty. I know he hooked him after sixty. I'm just wrapped. He had the balls to do it. It was a great move. Jack Bird was searching for the ball. They just became a hell of a lot more dangerous with him in there. Great, great coaching move. That's yeah, well, that was, that's what wins big, big games. Get your kahunas out and make a call as a coach, and he did. Well, we move on to what we are saying about this week, and I think uh, if I'm going to be making the decision, if Blake's not good to go and it's a risk, I'm not playing him. I'm playing Semi. If they're going to bring Clydesdale, Baptiste, either either, how they're going to work that, I'm fine. But I'm all about healthy bodies. I think their forward pack can do the job. More expectation, though, on what Caesar and what Semi do, and obviously their forward pack and Leilu and these guys just have to keep doing what they're doing. Uh, but there's more responsibility in their halves. They're paid well, and they've got a very, very good backup who's paid well as well. Those guys need to take a lot more control this week mm. if they're going to win that game. But I'm not taking in two busted blokes and potentially playing with 15 after a short space of time. That's just me. I'm waiting for week three, and if there's a possibility... Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think they, they can if win. If they're fit, he's got to, he picks them. I if think if they Austin's can, fit, you pick him. I think they can But still, if he's not, you don't. Same no. as Hodgson. But I still think they can march on if they get things right without those guys, and then they've got potential to bring about the week after. I've heard a lot of people, when it's bullshit, that you've, you, know, you have to play Austin this week. Well, no, you don't. No, you don't. He's not better no. than... Him, him at 80% He's no better than anyone at 100%. You pick a fit side. Yeah. Well, technically, like I said, you've got the best half in cup and a guy who's already played finals football in the well, first got, grade. You've got um, he's a first interest grade. Super Cup 
Player of the Year. But Williams. he's a first grader. Williams, yeah. yeah. Well, he's Player of the Year in the reserves. Mm. He's a first, he is a first grader. He's definitely. already won finals games previously. Yeah, yeah. They should have never no let him go you after keep that. Him in there. So, uh, Unless Austin's 100%. And then even still, as I said, I'd play him at nine and work it out, work out a way to keep him on the field. I just think he's... He's uh, he's better than Clydesdale and better than Baptiste. So I just have to look at a way to to fit him in the starting side. Well, Cronulla, great thing for them. They get Gallon to recover. Graham gets to recover from his head knock. Any bumps or bruises, and they get two weeks to sort out what they're going to do with the half situation. And Fafita gets a couple of extra days to go. You know, do what Fafita does. I have no do idea. The, do the Fafita. What are we talking about? But I think the biggest thing that comes out of these two weeks just is be a moron. If they've hooked. Townsend twice in the last couple of weeks where he's been in bad form. He's going to have two weeks to figure out what he's going to do. They can work with uh, Jack Bird at playing at six. They can re- kind well, of what shape do you, What things. do you do there? Well, if he's hooked him in a finals game, you can't pick him next time. That's my opinion. I think what, Bird, so you played him all year, and then now you've hooked him in one game. And he, you're just going to what? he hooked him in a finals game out of desperation. I don't think he's going to put him back. I think he'll oh, play Bird, and I think he'll put Beal in the centre. He's his career. And I'm sick Based of on one day game. carrying a centre on the bench just like Penrith carry hard. Well, they shouldn't. That absolutely kills me. Sure. Just pick your side, carry uh, four forwards, and then if you've got it, you can you can bench him, put a forward on, and move um, Bird. It's no big deal. Well, if he had the balls to hook him, and he's not confident, oh, you were one of the biggest ones about Townsend. I'm a massive fan of Townsend. So what, you're just going to throw him, throw him in the bin, well, scrunch up the paper, throw him in the bin. had a couple of bad weeks with him, and he's got no. Bird in there. I'm not carrying Townsend on the bench. No, no, I wouldn't. I'd start him. Play Bird, pick your side as you started in, the, in every well, other game. I think, this year. That, I think that might have shot Ducky, to be honest. I think that would have been you definitely would have been if the you last don't pick him in this game. So. Far out, that'll end his career. Yeah, well, confidence. He's already gone. ripped him in a finals game. He didn't look too happy afterwards, and everyone was celebrating. No, if he's not confident in him, I go with Bird. That's simple as that. If you don't trust somebody, you can't pick him. Mm, well, he, yeah, I so wouldn't change it. He obviously doesn't have a whole game. lot of trust if he pulled him to get the result. So that's my opinion. But yeah, but that was according to that game. That was a reaction to that game. He didn't He's got now confidence. two weeks as a coach to work on it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, and I don't think Maloney's free of fault. He hasn't been that going that great either. Well, I don't know how much he's going to love him up over the next two weeks. And I don't think Ennis, you know, was overly good. He put in a couple of bad kicks and some bad options. So I think it's more holistically they need to work better together as a unit. We'll wait and see what happens there. They've got the week off. Canberra, they obviously played Penrith this week at home. Storm Cowboys, 16-10. What a contest. It was a battle of two forward packs and patience and persistence, and I think Melbourne won the forward battle. Uh, I think the halves were pretty evenly matched as far as trying to force pressure and get some repeats, but the difference at the end of the day, I think, again, was the forward side of things. I thought Melbourne were better in the middle. Yeah, slightly, slightly. Um, their defence is just better. They absorb um, better than what the Cowboys did. The Cowboys, I, I thought the Cowboys attack is a little bit predictable. It's a little bit block block and side to side and Melbourne just shifted off and solved anything that they threw at them. Uh when Cowboys played a little bit ad lib, that's when Melbourne um looked you know, looked threatened. But the Cowboys are the got the least amount of offloads of teams remaining. I think they need to change that. 
you know, they're last in the competition. I think Melbourne's about sixth or seventh. We faded it a little bit. We started the year number one, but we're kind of throwing the balance between yeah, playing. I, the Cowboys don't have a balance. They just don't offload at all. But I also think... We've got the best half again, in the comp. We won the set starts. We got down there. We were very good line Yeah, but I think it's easy to win one, the set two, starts three. when you know they're just coming straight at you. Like the Cowboys are going to mix it up a little bit, similar to what Brisbane did against Melbourne. You know, like off the set starts, they were sort of going to an edge and then coming back to the middle. Just mix it up and give Melbourne different looks because they're... If you're just going to be predictable, Melbourne are going to eat that up and spit it out. You've got to try something different against Melbourne, the number one defence in the game. You've yeah. got to, you've, you can't just play predictable shit footy. No, you have to do something different. Um, I think the outstanding game overall, 90% completions Melbourne, 82 the Cowboys. The difference, and probably why I thought Melbourne wasted a few chances, 30 misses by the Cowboys to 15 by Melbourne, 8 errors to mm-hmm. 4. Uh, I thought we had more chances. We probably should have won by more. On a dry track, you probably do win by more. But, yeah, there was a few half breaks or Jordan McLean going through, falling over, losing the ball. Munster got through a hole and fell over. There was a couple of small moments yeah. there uh, where I thought we were going to get some points. But overall, outstanding game, highest of uh, qualities, and I still think we've got the best forward pack. Hopefully, yeah, I think we're both, we both said it before the final started. We said it for can, a few weeks. They're the best two sides. If Finucane recovers, which I think he has a, a very good chance of now, and hopefully that is the case, and uh, all those big names get a break. So that's really, really good. Smitty, Cronk, Bromwich, they've all had big, big years. Uh, I think there's no better result than Melbourne getting a week off. So It's massive for them. Game 300 for Cooper Cronk, home final. Melbourne love to celebrate milestones. Yeah, good they're luck. Massive whoever, whoever goes there. On these things. So I'd be very surprised if the result was any difference. I still have full faith in the Cowboys. I uh, saw enough there in a tough game with Melbourne to think they can beat anyone on the other side of the draw and find their way back. Yeah, it's just obviously a harder road. I and you know, know what? They they were unlucky to draw Melbourne in that, you know, they had that poor period. They had that poor three-week, four-week period. They lost to the Roosters. They lost to, can't think of who else they lost to, uh, uh, the Tigers. Um, so there's a couple of losses there that where they would have jumped the Sharks or the Raiders and they would have ended up on the other side of the draw to Melbourne and wouldn't have met, met them till the grand final. But... That poor three or four week period um, through early August, early to late August, has cost them. Yep, and uh, as we said, Cowboys now at home play the Broncos, storm of the week off. Penrith Dogs 28 12, six all half time. Kind of felt that the Dogs had their chances, had their opportunities first half. Penrith kind of wed the storm, and second half it all kind of fell apart. They just do nothing with the football. They had all those extra opportunities. Penrith turned over plenty of ball, but what can you say? They play two completely different styles. Morris went off that a few little niggles and uh, concussion tests, which obviously didn't help, but they just do nothing with the ball. What did they complete at? Uh, they complete over 80. I wrote that down on purpose because yeah. he said if they complete over 80, they, they win. win. They win, yeah. So, good one, Des. 84%, no dice. No. What do you want me to say that I haven't already said? Oh, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know what you want me to say. Their, Spine, their attack is horrendous. Spine has no They're one. such a tough side. Like, the way they defended yeah. for the first half an hour of that game, they had Penrith on their line belting the shit out of them. They were defending their asses off, trying their butts off, yeah, but the their, Bulldogs. Their spine is but they've not just got no, no output, no way to really... Like, and Bice sort of went, dummied, went through. That was more Penrith's bad work than Bulldogs' good work. Then they get a late crossover try. So theoretically, they haven't generated a try through anything structurally or anything off the back of he doesn't put, plan play. He doesn't allow the spine to inject at all. They have zero involvement. So why have them there? Change, just, just play with 13 Absolute forwards. change of style. Spine needs to be involved. Des Hasler, you're extinct basically at the moment. Until you come up with something new, if they come back with that next year, he's done. He'll be sacked halfway through the year if he's not sacked this off-season because there's plenty no, I of think they, people um, at the club calling for his head, well, especially they need, to, they need to play a style. Like You need to play your most impactful players are Reynolds and Mbai, and they're both non-structure, 
high tempo. I'll tell your forwards to do what they should be doing. The, yeah, exactly. You're not no, hang on a minute. I'm just saying that they're high tempo, run the that's footy, the broken fault. play. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That he needs to formulate a structure which fits the players they've got. They've done it in rare glimpses and then they go away from it like it doesn't work. You see random weeks where we watch them, we say it all the time. They had ruck speed. They went fast. The halves got yeah, the run off the back to, of it. They go to and James then they just Graham, go back to the same thing. And if it shit. works for that week and you see it, stick with it. That's why you bought mm. all these monsters for. He's obsessed with these giant forwards. Get a roll on. Let those blokes decide whether they're going to run or pass early to your edges, which they had decent players in Rona and Morris. You're not using any of your weapons at all. You just have big fat boys trying to be halfbacks. No use of your spine, I'm not, I'm, no use of your weapons. I'm not going over it again. I'm so just saying that he needs to uh, formulate a structure that's going to, and a game plan that suits the players he's got. Simple. Yeah, well, he hasn't done that. He hasn't changed for four and years. And maybe so. teach your halves to fucking kick the ball. Shape and get it a repeat up. set, mate. You You've got a whole off-season to do it. They're first graders. They're paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. He's paid and they can't, a million dollars. Well, everyone is. So they're all accountable. Um, teach your players to kick, build pressure, do what halves need to do. That's why they pay the big yeah. bucks, and he that's why you're paid the big control, bucks as a coach. Though. He has full control. They're both accountable. It's yeah, not just on him. He's on the players them. as well. Well, whether you're getting 600,000 or you're not, you're doing... They're professionals. What, what do they do all week? If they can't kick the ball, they can't get a repeat set, what do they do all week? Listen to what their coach was telling them. I Rubbish. think the buck stops with Des Hasler. No, nah, they're doing extras. They're doing stuff outside of Des Hasler. Well, the buck stops with him as far as I'm concerned. He's the one who's implemented this crap style of play. Oh, I, I don't disagree with you. He but I'm just saying that, that you can't just blame it all on Des. Well, they're doing what they're told. They're playing, obviously, the well, game plan that hasn't changed they, in four dogs? years. They're not guide dogs. They get out on the field and you know it's not working. Break out of it. He needs to evolve. He hasn't evolved at all. On Penrith's side of things, full credit to all of them. I think they're outstanding. Uh, Peachy, Mansour, Zalesniak, Merrin, you could name a million of them. They all contributed. The bench did their job. My big thing for them moving forward, I still don't know why they carry Hardacre. I don't know what the difference is. They force changes to get him on for 10-15. Why wouldn't you do the same with Layota or someone? You know what I think Just it is? give that 10-minute think... rest period for Merrin where Moses goes on and goes nuts for 10 minutes. I wouldn't carry Hardacre. Well, I said it with um, MG. When I think you're in Europe, that I think Griffin just basically only puts Hardacre on if he can. He just works with eight interchanges, three players. But he almost which forces means, it for ten minutes on, a week. Which so means you can, get, you can get each of your benches on, off, on. So if you work that out with your interchanges, you can go on, off, on um, for your three, and then you're happy days. I just wouldn't carry him. He's useless as far as the But just situation. look at it from an interchange perspective. And they have take one player utility out. players or guys on their side that can cover, multiple guys can cover different positions if something goes wrong. You don't need a fullback slash wing centre on the yeah, bench. Yeah, but if I've, got four bench, if I've got four benches and eight interchanges, it only gives me enough to get, get them yeah, on, and off, on and off once, right? However, if you take that player out, two of those three players you can go on, yeah, off, off, on. I get that. But I'm just saying it makes them they more barely, impactful, more fresh. There's only two guys they generally use for a length of time off their bench. Akawala gets limited minutes and Hardik is lucky yeah, but to that get means, on Yeah, but that means that I can put Latu on, off, just, and then put him on. And Akawala on, off, and on. Just don't use. Or whoever, whoever it is. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just saying that that's what I think he's looking at. Well, I don't know why. I don't think he, do, I don't, I think he may not have faith in anyone else or doesn't want to break the cohesion. Or, I don't know. Well, just don't use Layota if you pick him, if you don't want to use him. People have done that before. Yeah, no, but I think not. I think he, he's probably you, you thinking well. So much change no, he's probably just thinking, to get heartache under the field he's, for he's what? Probably thinking that I'll just carry the outside back just in case I need it. I'm not going to carry four forwards if I'm only going to use three. Why not just have heartache there if well, I've I can use him anyway? Yo, who can play? Well, I sort of I get I get it. Lots of guys. I get it. I get it from so. I get it from his perspective. I get it from your perspective. I don't I don't totally agree. I'm with like that with us with Ben Hampton. I don't get why we carry Ben Hampton because we got Tohu Harris, we've got Kenny Bromwich, we've got dudes that can cover. 
those positions and we don't necessarily need a yeah, specialist Yeah, but you're also, we're not on bench. ground zero. We're not talking to the coach. Like, they'd, they'd have their reasons. I know they'd sit around reasons, doing it, but, but the Hardacre one just it dumbfounds me. No, I just think they're playing, basically playing with the knowledge that if it's if it's a 50-50 game, not he's using, not getting time. Yeah, yeah well, you can do right. the exact same thing, though, if you had Laota. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, but what you I'm saying is why carry an extra four when you've already got three? You're better off just carrying the outside back in case you need it in an injury. I'd rather 10 I get, minutes. I get why he carries Hardacre over Leota. Put it that way. Well, I'd rather 10 minutes of his insanity and just get Merrin off from that yeah, gap. Yeah, but I, I still don't think in a big finals game, Leota isn't going to have an impact this year. Yeah, well, Hardacre's not going to have an impact. No, either, but he, so. can fill an out, he can fill a hole in the outside backs, whereas Leota can't. That one's sorted. Penrith, they move on. They play Canberra in Canberra. Uh, high hopes there for them. They're a very good opportunity, especially with Hodgson. Missing, but now we'll move on to your fan questions that we've finished the reviews. There's a fair few of those. I'll start with one off to the side here, just while I open up some of the other ones. Uh, who was it? it? Was Timmy Bat? He's got. Hey guys, Wee stats question. So you know what? Do you know what percentage of Warriors coaches have been sacked while under contract? I would have thought everybody but Ivan Cleary. I would have thought eighty percent within two. Has he got the answer? No, he's put nothing up. He's just put that up there on the Come side. Come on, man. So, Come on, Timmy Bat. Right, what have you been doing? You've answered all the fan questions last night. No, no, I just haven't if... chatted to the people. Yeah, the whole point's for I'm us. giving the people what they were. I said to them, we're going to answer it on the uh, we're going to answer it on the pod. You've already answered them. What are you doing? Yeah, they'll listen, mate. They'll listen. Got to give the people yeah the show. All oh, right, I won't answer anyone anymore. They will be right, answered. You panda on the show. That's what this was for. What are you doing? William Robinson, if calls reversed on Friday night and the Titans had have won the game, would you still be so fired up over the game? Yes. And there's 7 million replies here because, yeah. like I said, you're only last night. Uh, there's way too many of these to go through. Well, I don't want to go through them. Yes, I would be just as fired up. Why? Would you be fired up? Because it's just rubbish refereeing. It's a wrong call. It doesn't matter. I don't care about the result. I don't care who's playing. Look, like that had, was horrendous. You've had a fair debate here. There's articles and all kinds of stuff and multiple involvements. Yeah, fair enough. All right, I'm moving on from that. There's too he, much for hey, I think he got a little bit offended, and I said, mate, you're entitled to your opinion. I just disagree with it. Mm, fair all. enough. Jordan Regwell, uh thoughts on people's reactions to refing on Titans and Broncos game? I don't think it was as bad as people made out, and they weren't worse. And they've been all year, and definitely biased to one bad cause both ways. Well, Jordan... Jordan needs to get out of the drug den. I don't, I don't say this very often to fans, <laughs> and you're a loyal listener, but you need to smash your head on a table <laughs> if you think that wasn't one way. That was horrendous. He may be my brother, but I'll give him any stick about the Titans. I couldn't give two shits about the Titans. Uh, I'm all about the storm, but watching that game as a bloke who used to play football, I would have been borderline shiving the neck, uh, uh, putting one in the referee. That I, was was, pretty, I was pretty angry. I would have been pretty night. angry if I was involved on that side of things, so I thought they got absolutely Lewis knifed. was lucky he didn't get the shit punched out of him at my place on Friday night. Yeah, I was looking for someone to belt. Wasn't a big fan. Um, yeah, I just thought it was terribly refereed, and I'm a neutral. I just really thought it ruined the game. Uh, Jordan, again, do you think the Cowboys can still make the grand final? I definitely think they can make the grand final, especially now they've got the week off. Going to beat the Broncos in Townsville, then Sharks in Sydney. Sharks didn't look that great against the Raiders, in my opinion. Will be hard, but I think it can still be done. Wouldn't surprise me if it's Broncos-Cowboys uh, playing versus Storm grand final. Well, we think Storm Cowboys. So. Jordan Palmer, I know the Titans had a couple of bad calls against them, but do you guys remember the day when penalties meant lack of discipline and not all the refs on their side? Sick of people crying over penalty counts, not just accepting that their team isn't disciplined. No, I agree with well, you. Well, I, I agree with that. you in that regard, but the contest... He followed it up saying it's not, it wasn't in reference to the Titans-Broncos game, which I get, 
um, the Titans Broncos game, everyone can understand, or ninety nine percent of yeah, people with a brain say, can understand that that was dog shit. But that aside, ill discipline. If, if if your team's getting penalised, then obviously it's bad. Roosters are special for it the last couple of years, yeah. and because they do it on purpose. But they roost, the players in knew. certain areas of the field. The they players knew what they were doing it for. That's yeah. not so much ill discipline. Stop it was almost tactic, but people yeah. whinged about it. Your players know what they're doing it for. They're doing yeah, but it on if purpose. you have a choice to not give away a penalty or give away a penalty, you, you should be thinking, I don't want to give yeah, away a penalty. If you, However, if it's themselves. a try or a penalty, you give away the penalty. Yeah, and that's why they're the yeah. best defensive record for a couple of years. And they basically Correct, and probably the highest penalised side. We are happy when they lost the ruck and thought points were going to be scored to get penalised, yeah. reset, and back ourselves again. Because the, the penalty isn't costing them and points. And they only won two penalty counts and still won a comp. So yeah. um, they backed themselves in. But, yeah, I think the contest, and then if you're talking ill-discipline, a headbutt and a kick weren't even penalised, so... Um, yeah, I agree with you there. Daniel Friend, who wins the battle of Peachy Mansour versus Leilua and Rapana? What positions did you guys play when you were playing? Well, if uh, Hodgson was there and all things were fair and equal, I'd go Leilua and Rapana, um, depending on what kind of service they get this week and how the ruck is. I'd yeah, still I think probably... it's going to be a pretty open game, but I, I, I can't split them. If you ask me to um, just pick which ones I wanted, I'd take Leilua and Rapana. That's my... I'd take Mansour and Leilua. But if you gave me Peachy and um, Rapana, I wouldn't be upset. No, I wouldn't be upset either. I think they're the best four outside backs. As I said, they're the four in my team of the year. I'm taking Leilua and Rapana. What positions do we play? You've already answered this. Back row, I like. Lewis a prop. Um, Yeah, can't you tell? Something (laughs) about... Yeah, meh. Hello. All right. Leave it alone. Chris Sakuna, can you recall the worst refereeing performance than that of Friday night? No. Not that I can really no. remember since I've been on No, life. Chris. We were robbed. It was pretty bad. AJ Reeves, can you blokes think of a better try this year than Peter Walsh's one on Sunday? Oh, I probably could, but that was a cracker. It was well, the best try of the weekend, I spent I thought. six weeks just poisoning myself in Europe, so I don't remember half the start of the season, to be honest. So. No, there was a lot of good tries this year. There's been some great tries, but off the top of my head right now, I can't That was pull one. definitely the best try of the final so far. Tom Lacey, should the attacking player be given benefit of the doubt in case of 50-50s? I'm looking at two penalised, wrongly attempts under the high ball where both decisions went the way of the defending team and turned the momentum of the game. Mm. Well, there was that, he's obviously in reference to the one in the Canberra game, wasn't it? There was another one where a player jumped up and they got penalised. Yeah. It wasn't just the Titans game, they got it. There was two. So at least the referees were consistently shit. Mm, Basically. I think as long as you're going up for the ball and you're looking for the ball, the result of the landing, which was basically what was referred to, shouldn't shouldn't be what they judge it. If, like, Corey Oates hits the deck, that's just too bad. If you want to take that leap and someone's up there with you, Corey Oates, like, I had a chat to MG about this on Saturday. Like, Corey Oates jumps... He therefore puts himself in that position. That's what I'm saying. And it wasn't as, as a result of David Mead. Yeah. David Mead was going for the ball, so was Corey Oates. Corey Oates decided to if jump. You're up he there, made that decision. And you're contesting. Correct. What happens, happens. If and you're just Mead, cut his Mead legs, always had eyes for the ball. If you just cut his legs out from him, different story. If you compete and someone hits the deck, that's what you're asking for. That's what happens weekly in the AFL. They yeah. don't penalise those blokes for jumping all over each other. I know yeah. it's not the same game, but if you're going to make a contest with the ball... You're up in the air. Shit's going to fly. Yeah. Something you're not going to land comfortably every single time. Let's put it that way. Um, what have we got here? That's still Tom's question. Paul Giros. The Dogs played the least number of games against last year's top eight teams and played the least amount of away games on a platter for them this season. Well, they do get games at ANZ also from other teams. So it does work out in their favour. They're definitely a side. I had them missing the eight. They got in there somehow. I think Origin and some other weeks had just jagged some ugly wins, but things need to change massively, mate. They need to absolutely change the way they play their style of football, and it's on Des. Chris Acluna, it is now a two-horse race between the Storm and the Cowboys. Question. Yep. 
Oh, I wouldn't say that, but if you were telling me who the two clear favourites, I think Melbourne and the Cowboys are the two that I'm looking for. Rob Carter, what are your thoughts on the referees refereeing to players by their first names and doing homework and teams? Personally, I don't like it. They are there to rule on what they see in front of them, not what they have been tipped off on. This idea that they need to manage the game is ridiculous. They're called referees, not managers. Yep. Spot on, Rob. Spot on. Referee the rule book. We just said it before. We had that discussion before. Fair call. Fair call. Ruben Anthony Harding. Raiders blew my multi, Lewis. You have to make it up new with a special this week. Ruben, Mate, smash your head in the table. If you're taking betting tips every week from me expecting winners, you're sadly mistaken. I lose sometimes as well. Come on, mate. Uh, Andrew Luck, what do you guys... Well, if doesn't go off, it's a different game. 100%. We're, we're looking good. That really... You know what you should have done, Ruben, if you're a smart punter? You should have hedged. Hedged at once, half time. Once Hodgson went off, brother, you should bet. have went hard on the Sharkies, son. Uh, if you live bet and listen to us say William Hill, they let you live bet on your phone. Oh, you, yeah. You, you can even double down a, now on horse races. You, shit. You could have been a deviant like us and hedged your bet at half time, mm. live on your phone without even to make an embarrassing phone call. Andrew Locke, what do you guys think... Of maybe making it, you win at home, you get two points, and if you win on the road, you get three. No, no, I stick because it's two. easier to win in other in uh, uh, some away games than others, and not everyone plays each other equally. Well, if you're going to Newcastle, everyone's getting three Happy points. Happy days. So it's not really going to make a big difference. No. Uh, James Hughes, explain how the Patriots won without T. Brady and Gronk. My word, because they're the best club. They're like the Melbourne Storm of the NFL. Big fan, very Best big fan. Best coach side. And Arizona, they turned up looking like they expected to win. Great effort by our defense and Jimmy G. Good debut, Jimmy G. Great work by the Falcons too yesterday. Yeah, he got beat <laughs> Got beat by Jameis. Good time. Oh, shit. George Rampanis, the Storm the Cows game was tectonic brilliant. I'll tectonic, probably, great work. He's probably going tactically brilliant. Love your work. Brilliant, but why was it so hard to watch? But the Sharks game was so good. Sorry about my spelling. All good champion. Uh, I think, again, from a purist point of view, I loved it because it was just such a struggle. And as a fan, my ticker almost popped a few times. Sharks and the Raiders game was just aggressive. See, I didn't find loose. it hard to watch. I didn't find it hard to watch, but I think, again, if you're an absolute but if you, purist... Yeah, but if, Georgie, if you're watching the Sharks-Raiders game and you love that excitement, I get where he's coming yeah, from, from a fan's perspective. But as a bit of a purist, you're watching the clash of tactics and... You know, as a coach, definitely, I, I enjoyed the Storm yeah, Cowboys game just as much. Both. I enjoyed both. Exactly. I was yelling at the TV for both. I had a great time. Good on you, Georgie. Glad you're enjoying the footy, mate. Saturday was outstanding. Jay Strasburg, Panthers paying $2 against the Raiders side, most likely missing Hodgson. Is it worth a sneaky 20? Oh. Or does the Viking flat roll in front of the way? Oh, it's worth a 20. Mate, I'd it's be, worth a pineapple. I'd be investing. I'd be going more than 20. That's just Put mate. another zero on there, brother. Yeah, get one. Get a 50 in there. Chris Crow, best. Loved the physicality of the Raiders versus Sharks. The first 30 minutes were brilliant. I agree. It was very, very good. Very yeah, personal. Awesome. Russell Hardup, what do you think of Andrew McFadden staying on as an assistant coach at the Warriors next year? How effective will Kearney be with the ghost of no September past hanging around? Well, tell me, outside of Madge McGuire... Who are you getting? They went for... Outside Arthur. of Madge McGuire, who... Who's a, a Bellamy assistant that's really, like, kicked on and won a comp and done good things? Not all. Arthur's doing pretty Arthur's well, doing considering well. he's been stitched up. Still technically hasn't made the This eight. was the first year, though, he got the side he wanted, but the club obviously yeah, managed the, the cap, he's so they, they knifed his situation. Next year, he's got a bit of pressure on Arthur to... Oh, I don't um, think so, because they've still got to wait to spend be. money. No, they will be, based on what they did this year under trying circumstances. It'll be top eight or bust almost for Arthur next year. He's not going to get the sack, but no, I don't they, think they'd be massively disappointed if they didn't make the eight next year. They can't put pressure on him after what he's done um, for them But look, year. I... I just look at it. I'd... Kearney's now been under Bellamy. He's been under Bennett. Yeah. If he can't go there and get success, 
He never will. And They've got a roster. They've got a spine to die for. It looks like they're going to sign foreign as well. They're going to have too many bloody good players to fit well, in there. He's going to have his international spine. So if he can't succeed next year, if they're healthy with the international yeah. spine, great kids. And, and look, a I, I think Russell. I think the biggest problem with the Warriors is the fact that they always refer to the fact they never make the finals, and they that's their culture. Mm. Their culture is looking backwards. He needs to just put a broom through there, put a broom through all the shit culture. Anyone there that's you know of that opinion, oh, you know, we don't make the finals and we don't. Do, well, no, we're moving forward now, not looking backwards. Um, so Kearney's got to go in there and wipe it and uh, make the players more accountable, make sure it's the hardest preseason any of those players have ever done. They come in rock-hard, fit, and mentally tough. Yep, 100%. I agree. And anyone that can't do it, like, shaft them. I don't care if it's any of your big names. Do it early in the season. Send a message. Yeah, well, he should be coming in and just dropping the hammer. It seems like no one has. As soon as you slip on your standards, and that's when they slip as a collective. Yep. Tom Lacey, what do you think of Ennis mocking the Viking clap? Disrespectful or innocent fun? Well, I'm... Disrespectful and innocent, I think. Yeah. I I'm not outraged by it. I'm not outraged. I'm more disappointed, again, that this is a story that's been dug up three days later. It just seems like shit's doing by the media, to be honest. So yeah. If they had a problem with it, they would have wrote about it first thing Sunday morning. You know but... what? If they would have won the game, you wouldn't have been able to do it. So nah, exactly. I guess it's the perks of winning. Uh, but look, in Jack taste, Bird and Jack yeah. Bird and Ennis. They copped it from the crowd the whole time, though. Yeah. You're away. There's a momentum kind of thing. Was it the smartest thing you do? Maybe not, but they're no. pretty jacked up after if he's my, If that's my my players, I'm, I'm having a quiet word to them about it. Yeah. Adam Stevenson, can the youth of Penrith win this comp after the weekend? I think they will roll Canberra. We well, tend to agree. No Hodgson or a couple of guys on board. They've got a very, very good but chance. They're going to go Canberra, Brisbane, then Grand, uh, Canberra, Melbourne, Grand Final. Yeah. Good luck. Dave McNeil, Matt Pryor for Player of the Week. Great defensive display by Cronulla. Rumours of T-Rex to the Sharks next year. Has to be a joke. Well, it's not. Well, that's not it's what we're here. It's a done deal. Yeah, it's uh, looking like it's going to be sealed up. It's going to be a cheap pay packet for them, so I hope they can get something out of him because I wouldn't be touching him with a 10-foot pole. Wayne Stoneman, can the crap decision by the refs be fixed? I feel the GF is going to be lost because of a wrong decision. Oh, it's not the referees. It's the, the systems that the referees are operating under. It's a, There's a whole heap of different reasons why uh, it, things are the way they are. The referees' decisions on, on field haven't been great, but... Um, Look, I, I can't just blame the referees. There's a hell of a lot of things that need to change. Well, they need to stop changing rules every year as well. That'd well, be I said that last week. Just been that stable forever. Uh, you know, the more rules you add, the more confusing it gets. CFC and the Red V, Red V for life. He obviously loves the Dragons here. Do you guys think Ivan will be a good fit at the Red V? In my opinion, he'll be a great fit. Yeah, well, he's the best coach. He'd on the be market. a great fit, but I don't know if you guys have got him locked down yet. I think the big question is they want win in. They want to be able to spend the full salary cap, which they can't now, and he wants full control of the football department, which he should be handing over. Regardless, so uh, I think a few things will have to happen before they get Ivan Cleary to go down and be the coach of the Dragon side. Ben Kirkham, where do you gents see the Penrith Panthers ranked after the weekend's performance? Can Panther fans dare to dream yet? I think they're a better chance of winning the comp than Canberra or Brisbane, so I'd have them ranked probably fourth. I think they're. Oh, I'd probably have them on par, kind of with the Sharks, but I'd probably still well, the, have sharks, the Sharks. But the Sharks are a week ahead. Yeah. You can't put them on par. So I I'd think, put them just uh, behind the Sharks. Yeah, but going to Melbourne. Week three, Cooper Cronk's 300, like I said. I think it's Storm, Sharks, Cowboys, Panthers, uh, Broncos, Raiders. Yeah, especially if the Raiders are missing Hodgson. That's massive for them, but that's fair. Good on you, Benny. I think he, Benny travelled down from Townsville, I think, to the game. That's a massive... To watch a Penrith game. So good on you, Ben. Yep. And, and I'm glad go. they got a victory for you. Fast five, we've reviewed the games, and we've obviously just answered all your fan questions. Next up, on to Gossip. 
He was unable to join us this week, unfortunately, but he'll definitely be back on board for the last couple of shows. Not too much in the gossip bag this week or nothing that no one would have heard. Obviously, the Tony Williams to the Sharks thing will not go away. Stephen Kearney yesterday was one bit he sent through, and obviously that's been confirmed today that he's taking over the job at the Warriors with McFadden staying on board. Uh, Probably the only new piece today, which is no surprise, is that the Brisbane Broncos are very, very likely to lose Ben Hunt because they're going to focus their attention on keeping... Anthony Milford and that Parramatta, no surprise, are interested to reunite him with Corey Norman. Uh, Probably not a bad idea, but it's still 12 months away, so nothing very big in the pipeline right now. The Jared Haynes situation, the money and the bike here, whatever, and Nana McDonald, I don't want to talk about it. I'm sick of talking about Jared Haynes in general. If Jared Haynes done something dodgy, then cop the consequences. Something will pop up, but we want to talk about football. But getting into our limited amount of tips that are left for this week, we obviously bring you the odds brought to you by WilliamHill.com. If you're going to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, you make sure you do it with William Hill. Don't bet with these other dinosaurs. You make your ring up and embarrass yourself when you're a deviant like us trying to hedge your bet at halftime. You can do it live on your phone in play. How good. How good. Hide the shame, people. Hide the shame. Mm. Uh, And we kick things off. Friday night is the first finals game. It is the Cowboys versus the Broncos. Uh, In this situation here, obviously, James Roberts is appealing his charge, but I think rightfully so. He should not be able to play in this game, and I don't think he will be. Opacek comes in in that situation. He's probably injured. Uh, and still under the weather, and then Jonas Pearson will probably have to come back in and they'll have to shift Alex Glenn or Kahu into the centres. On the flip side for the Cowboys, Linnett is out injured. Java Bowen comes in. I'm still not really worried. They're at home. I think they'll fire up this week. I'm going the Cowboys. Gossip's gone the Cowboys. Boxhead. Cowboys. You're the Cowboys, and they are the favourites with William Hill. They're $1.48. The Broncos, two eighty six minus 6 is the line. 1 to 12. Cows, two seventy five three ninety. The Broncos, 13 plus $3. The Cowboys, seven fifty. For the Broncos, total game score, 36.5. I reckon overs for that. Yep, I agree. I'm going to take a piece, regardless of it being a nighttime game. And Saturday, the Canberra Raiders at home under duress. They've obviously named uh, Austin and they've named Hodgson, as Ricky Stewart said he would, and he'd said he'd give info during the week. I'll give him a rap for being fully and up front, but I think both are in doubt. Only one likely to play is Austin, but I wouldn't bother. I'd honestly just roll with Sammy Williams and have a healthy team out there. On the flip side, Penrith, exactly the same thing you see every week. 1-17, but Laota sitting there in Jersey 20, possibly to come in. Will they do it now? I highly doubt they're going to make changes after so long. Um, that's just my opinion. This one, uh, I would have loved to have well, tipped Canberra. under a bit of an injury cloud, I think. Well, unless someone pulls out, yeah. You yeah. you'd doubt you'd see a change there. I would have loved to have tipped Canberra. I think they would have got the result if nothing happened last week. But with Hodgson in doubt... Austin in doubt. Penrith, I think, if they're going to win this game, it's all in their favour now, even if they do have to travel to Canberra. So I'm going to go to the Panthers. I'm tipping Penrith. Um, I think also the, the fact that it's a 7.45 game will have a bit of an impact because it'll be a slippery deck. Um, could be cold down there. Uh, but if you're looking at any side in the comp that can weather that, it's probably Penrith and Melbourne that are used to playing in that wet, cold, slippery condition. So Penrith should handle it. I think they'll win. Um, I'll tip him, but look, if Josh Hodgson makes a miracle recovery, I think Canberra will win. So later in the week, obviously we're doing this on a Tuesday. Um, if on Saturday they you hear that Hodgson's in, then get on the Raiders. 
I still think they're a chance if they just pick a healthy side and their forwards step up and their halves finally come to the fore. Yeah, and obviously they've got home field advantage. So and They kind of slipped into the background a little bit. Hodgson took the forefront, whereas at the start of the year they were all kind of jostling to be in control. But this is a big week for their halves if Hodgson's not playing mm-hmm. to take control of that side. But Canberra still favourites with William Hill, $1.86. The Penrith Panthers, $2.01. Minus one and a half is the line. One to 12 for the Raiders, 3.10, 3.25. The Panthers, 13 plus the Raiders, 4.25, 4.50. The Panthers, total game score, 38 and a half. Again, uh, these two sides, I'd say over, regardless of what time. Well, that's uh, our charity bet can be over, over then. I reckon over's basically for both games. I know yeah, it's finals, but it over, over. I think we get two shootouts, to be honest. Um, I do think that There's the Cowboys and uh, Penrith are more likely to win, but I definitely see some points happening. And uh, there's our tips for this week and a little bit of gossip. So we've all tipped the same. Last week, me and Brock got three from four gossip. He rolled the dice to try and jag some points back. Unfortunately for him, he only got one right. So he's on 132. I'm on 138. Brock on 140. This may come, to our, come down to our grand final day trifecta. Oh, we are tipping three games, are we? On we always final, do grand final, though. All right, brother. We do, every year. It's all right. We it's do fine. the three games, but... I'm that, confident. After next week, if things stay the same right now, it's not going to make a difference if we tip the same thing. I'm going to have to go opposites for an upset, but... Um, in speaking of that, we've got the odds why we're here as far as premiership and outrights, and I know a few people last week asked us our opinions on the under-20s and these kind of things. Penrith and Cowboys. Obviously, the Cowboys got rolled. A team to think about, and I probably should have thought about this more last week. I've done a lot of New South Wales Cup this year. I've seen a lot of the Tigers players come in and out. Uh, all of them went back last week to their 20s side. They're not the best defensive side in the world, but I'm telling you what, when they've got Veiru Mapasone, Tenyela Pasaka, Mark McCormick, all their players on deck, they're a very dangerous football side. Um, they are n- the last favoured team in the Holden Cup futures to win it at $13. So if you want to have a sneaky $10 bet there for someone to win the Holden Cup, I'd have $10 on the Tigers. Well, they beat Penrith on the run. They've beaten Penrith, North Queensland, and the Dragons the last three weeks. And I'm telling you, people don't see a lot of it and you don't get to because there's one game a week. But I call New South Wales Cup. I do Mounties and Tigers more than anybody. They've had all their players up this year and Jacob Little is finally back in there. They've got six or seven guys that have been playing with men all year. So you want a sneaky bet. I'm not promising you anything, but at $13, that's worth a $10 punch. To... Who have they got this week, Wes? The Tigers, they are going to North Queensland, and it wouldn't surprise me if they won. Okay. Um, yeah, North Queensland didn't overly impress me last week. 10 bucks. that's not going to burn a hole in your pocket for $13 value. If you want one out there, that's just my opinion, but I've caught a lot of cup. There's a lot of guys well, we, we watched all. I watched all the Holden Cup games last week. Who impressed you the most? Oh, probably the Tigers. Tigers? The Roosters were very good, but I, thought Kenneth... I think Canberra were pretty bad. Yeah, no, I don't, Canberra, uh, Canberra's Canberra are okay. I generally go off guys that I think that have played with men or played grade. The Tigers have got four or five guys that have played with men. The Raiders have only got one guy, and that's the, the big boy, Kotrick. They don't have that star power. The Roosters oh. had five guys that have made their NRL debut this year, mm. but I just generally don't it was like... boys versus men. Don't like the overall feel of their side. Canelo are steady, but they don't have anyone that's really played up this year. Cowboys lack front rowers. I wasn't a big fan of their front I, rowers. I can't see St. George winning it. St. George, I don't see kind of winning either, but they've got a couple of guys. Pat Herbert, Luciano, Leilua. Penrith, eighty-five for Penrith. Obviously, they deserve to be favourites, but no, I don't take, know whether their side is as good as the side we had last year. If you've got a spare tenner, if you lose this week, my bad, but I'm just going off what I've seen in Cup. Yeah, and just, just send your receipts to fifth and last. There's a lot of kids that have played Cup this year in that side. I think they're a sneaky chance. $13 is a pretty good value. 
So that's uh, Holden Cup odds from WilliamHill.com. What about interest Super Cup? We'll get to that in a sec, but the odds for the Holden Cup winner Penrith, $1.85. The Dragons, $5. 7 for the Cowboys, 11 for the Roosters and the Sharkies and the Tigers to win the Holden Cup, $13. The NRL Premiership market now, two fifty for the Storm, four fifty for the Sharks, five fifty for the Cowboys, $9 Brisbane, 10 Canberra, 11 for you Panther fans out there that are daring to dream. The QRL futures, there was a couple of upsets. Burley, they won through. Your mob, the Titans Fed Club, yep. they're through to the grand final and an upset with the Sunshine Coast. Melbourne's new side they've established this year. Yep. A couple of wooden spoons. And Redcliffe, and I think, is the Broncos. They're the favourite, yeah. They uh, got rolled on the weekend by your mob. So Storm uh, playing, basically. Storm's feeder, Sunshine Coast play Redcliffe this weekend. Uh, the QRL, Burley, $1.70 to win it. Redcliffe, $3. Sunco- uh, Sunshine Coast, 6 bucks. And I'm calling the New South Wales Cup games this weekend. Uh, obviously... That one, Mounties and Illawarra won through. They're the two favourites. Mounties a dollar ninety, been a powerhouse all year. Won the minor premiership by four games. The Cutters three fifty. Newtown six dollars. They're on very shaky legs. Well, the last two years, haven't Mounties been beaten in this game? They've lost well, Blumeny finals. I think both last years, I think. year, not the year before, from memory. I think the year before they weren't as. They uh, lost the grand final. I think they lost a semi or something, just a semi final. Last but year, they were favourites both years. Last year they were favourite. So and they, they got were the year before too. Uh, West Tigers, they're $7. To be honest, I see both the favourites winning through this week. I think Mounties versus Cutters Grand Final. Yeah, that would, would be good. Would be fitting from what I've seen this year. I've got the Mounties from the start of the year at $7. $1.90 now, unless you're willing to have a good whack at it. Uh, still no Sammy Williams, but they've got a great forward pack. And they lost audio, which hurt their what last What happens game. if Canberra lose this week? Can Williams go back? Yeah, he played most of the year, I think. Wow. So he could probably still go down. Wow. Um, other than that, I don't think anyone else can drop back. But if they got semi back and they made the GF, I think you could pen them in 100%. I wouldn't be touching Newtown or West. So the value bet there for me is the Illawarra Cutters at 350. Um, and there, that's all your futures as far as WilliamHill.com is concerned. Brock, would you pick one from New South Wales Cup? Do you think Mounties can get the job done this year? They've had some players move up. No, if, if I'm having a bet, I'd bet Illawarra, same as you. But do you think Mounties, okay. I think, will win it? 20s, what's your thoughts? They should win it. You think Penrith will get the job done still? Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously I do. That's probably where my heart lays. But, um, yeah, my head probably says Penrith as well. But, yeah, if you're going to have, from a punting perspective, what I saw on the weekend, west of the value. Yeah, well, there you go. So under 20s, we think west at $13 with William Hill. Pretty good value if I was going to say Q Cup now that... No, and Cronulla Cronulla to be $11. They they competed with Penrith pretty well on the weekend. I just don't think they've got the points. But, you know, if they go to the other side of the draw and they win back through, like Manly did last year, because we beat Manly in the first week of the finals last year and they came back through um, and had a crack at us in the GF, but... You know, $11 is pretty good odds for a team that competed with Penrith. I don't know whether they can beat Penrith, but yeah. they obviously can if they get back there and get a crack at it. Well, if you want my value bets with William Hill, $13 for the Tigers in the under-20s. I'd be now taking Redcliffe to get back to the JF and win just because they're $3. Yeah, I don't watch enough of the QRL. Well, they've got a pretty good side. You wouldn't have got those odds. Uh, and then, obviously, for the New South Wales Cup, I think Mounties are almost shoe-ins, but the value is there for the Cutters. The Cutters, I've commentated, they're a good side. Mm. So three fifty if you think they've got a chance. Well, if you if you really want to have it, you just wouldn't you just multi up, mate. I'd, I'd almost multi Penrith Mounties and you're not allowed to multi future bets. You can't. No. So the Pen- best... I was going to say Penrith Mounties Storm. Give me a price on that. I'd just be William chucking Hill. my ten dollars straight on the Tigers. To be honest, if you get a win out of that, you get one hundred thirty. So I think um, I think you're stealing money Melbourne two fifty to win the NRL because I think they're as good as locked into the grand final. So basically, you're getting you're getting Melbourne two fifty in a in a two horse race. 
fair enough. I, I do. That's just how I look at it. You know, I, I can't see them losing their next game. If you've got faith in North Queensland to get back like I do, five fifty is pretty good. Um, that's probably the other one I'd have a bet on. I don't think I'd touch Cronulla at four fifty, but again, those those are the other two besides Melbourne. Those three are the teams I'd be betting on. But uh, there's your tips for us. Every one of us has gone Cowboys, Panthers, and all those odds brought to you by William Hill. If you're going to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, make sure you do it with William Hill. Before we finish up here, Boxhead, obviously Fast Five reviews, fan questions. We've done the odds. We've done the tips. I just want to do a quick preview uh, of these two games coming up on the weekend and why you think the Cowboys beat the Broncos. What do you see as the keys to the Cowboys winning this game? The middle. middle. Brisbane's middle is pretty poor. I think the Titans competed with them, and I don't rate the Titans' middle. Mm. So um, I think they've got... Just a better all-round side. Obviously, I think their halves are better. Their halves are playing better. Their spine's better. Their middle's better. I think, and realistically, their outside backs are better. Brisbane are really struggling for outside backs, particularly if Roberts gets suspended. They're yeah. going to struggle. Opacek's carrying a shoulder. Like, if they, they're both out, they're putting wingers into centres, aren't they, really? And Jarvid Bowen, we've watched him play first grade. He'll do a job. What happens there? You play Alex Glenn in the centres or something like that. I'd, play, I'd play Glenn defensively if I had any issues. But that means that you're not playing to really win the game. You're playing to dow the game up. I, I don't think, think he does a good job there. Really Look, I think if this game's played ten times, the Cowboys probably win it seven or eight times. Well, I'm with you. I think, again, they get repeat sets. Their halves and spine do a lot more. The only thing for me, you talk about the middles, I think Tamalolo needs more support. I think a few of those guys have struggled the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so Need to get behind him and help him throw some eggs at the Broncos forwards. Broncos side of things, the pack, like you said, they've got to help each other and they've got to tighten up defensively something fierce. Mm. There's a lot of errors in their game still. Titans struggled to score that many points. How many did we score? 28. Yeah. They haven't scored 28 points. And you barely had a chance in that long. game. So Yeah. Um, and where's where's the Brisbane full 80 performance been for such a long time? Oh. They haven't had one, so... Uh, well, maybe, maybe again, uh, sudden death footy will bring out the best of them. And these two playing each other. And the, Cow- oh, sorry, the Raiders and the Panthers game, who wins this? And like I said, what well, are I your think main reasons? Well, some plays... Canberra win because they're, they're, they're so good with him in the side and everything runs off him. If they don't, I don't think they'll be... They don't have, obviously have as many points in them. I think if, if Hodgson doesn't play, I think Canberra are going to be lucky to have three tries in them. Mm. And I think Penrith, with the way they play, if they just can get even share of the ball, uh, minimise their errors and penalties, obviously, they're going to score more than 18 points. Yeah, well, I've got Canberra That's, that's here. just my logic. But, however, if Hodgson's out, uh, if Hodgson's in, I think Penrith... You know they could struggle because you know he'll build pressure. He'll he kicks so well as well. Hodgson he, he does so many little things that don't probably get the he doesn't get the credit for uh, for them. But if he's in, I think they they win. Mm. Well, the big thing for me if he's not playing Austin and Caesar, if Austin does play or Williams and Caesar, more control and a lot more influence on the game. I don't think their halves have had a real well, big I think factor. You, if Hodgson's out, their, their forward pack's got to step up and be damaging. I think just their punch, forward pack still did a good job the other night. I just think they didn't take advantage of opportunities. Yeah, I just Hodgson don't know what he was on the field. Their busting sides up like they once were. Um, and the other thing is the errors and the defensive side of things. Your attitude needs to be a bit better defensively. They still have moments of laps like that try in half time. Um, and the line speed, I thought, near the end may have uh, went down a little bit and just composure not to chase points. I thought they panicked the other night when they didn't need to a few times. They tried to force some passes when they made line breaks, some poor decisions. That's probably a lack of finals experience as well. Yeah. And, and for both sides, you know, Penrith haven't got a lot of finals experience, neither, neither did the Raiders. Well, I just hope they both go out, play their own styles, may the best team win. Yeah, well, I think they're very good to watch. Penrith's side Should of things, regardless of what's going on, is that full team effort again. Everyone contributed the other day. Cleary controls things so nicely and just finding a better balance, I suppose, of when to pass and when not to. I think it'll be interesting also the impact of the benches in this game. 
Mm. I, I don't think the Brisbane game or Brisbane Cowboys won't be won and lost by the bench, but I think the impact of the bench players in this Panthers-Raiders game could play a big role. Well, there you go. You've got all our thoughts, fast five, fan questions, reviews, gossips, tips, odds, and uh, even a quick little preview there and some thoughts. And if you want to have one of those bets, like we said, uh, probably my favourite one is that Tigers at $13 with William Hill and yeah, our charity, charity bet. bet. Over, over. We're going to go overs for both total game scores this week. So 36.5 and 38.5, we think both games are over those amounts. But that wraps us up. Enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.